This episode is produced with support from DBT Wellcome Trust India Alliance. Welcome to the Nature India podcast. I'm your host Shubhra Priyadarshini. It's July 2021 and 16 months into the COVID-19 pandemic. In India we're just about coming off the heels of a second wave that caused two crore infections around the country. The battle is uh, far from over, but in this special two-part series of the Nature India podcast, we are taking a moment to pause, reflect, catch our breath and bring you something a little different. We've perhaps never been so indebted to our frontline workers and of course to our scientists as we are today. In this tumultuous time, we wanted to get to know a few of the people behind the research within India and in the Indian diaspora. What has the pandemic been like for them professionally and personally? In part 1 of this special two-part episode, you got a glimpse into the lives of Bhramar Mukherjee, Shomakrai Choudhury, Shekhar Mande, Karishma Kaushik and Manupati Hemlata. They shared their fears, their challenges, their difficulties from the past few months with us. Now stay with me as I ask what gave them hope and optimism? What opportunities did they discover in lockdown? The interesting thing about pandemic shutdowns is that people often argue that it actually is pretty good for academics. As you know, um, Isaac Newton's year of uh, uh, miracles, the Annus Mirabilis, um, was during the time when his university, the University of Cambridge, shut down because of the plague, and uh, he was sent home. That uh, lasted about a year and a half, which is what is happening now. as well and and such things have happened in history this is not the first time things have locked down and during that year and a half of the shutdown uh, newton um not only uh, found the theory of gravitation um he uh, devised the binomial theorem and an early version of differential calculus almost everything that he's known for so uh, and this happened because he was kind of isolated uh, living with his aunt um um sitting under apple trees uh, contemplating uh, so the question is uh, is this contemplation helping us that was shomok rai choudhury director of the inter university center for astronomy and astrophysics in pune he poses an interesting question and my guess is yes even as the pandemic has transformed our lives it has also in many ways catalyzed progress bhramar mukherjee tells us what that looked like for her so the first modeling piece that we did was on march 20th 2020 and india's national lockdown came 4 days after and our models were quoted everywhere shared by politicians on newspapers so uh, as statisticians and scientists in general we are always working behind the scenes so it is very hard for us to be on the t- limelight 
and also be able to express ourselves in a way that you know common people can resonate and that our modeling is taken seriously so that the policymakers intervene on time so that rapid piece of science that you do something and the next day you see it in the newspapers and the third day that is being translated into policy this is really at the same time very exciting but also nerve-wracking because what you're seeing can affect millions of lives. Brahma Mukherjee is professor and chair of biostatistics at the University of Michigan's School of Public Health. For her and many other scientists it's been amazing to see terms like variants, mRNA, double blind and randomized clinical trials become household jargon and to see science impact policy that is indeed heartening covid-19 has surely reshaped public thinking around science and data all my life i've been very very involved in scientific outreach and popularization and this is a thankless task to some extent because you normally um interact with people in small groups and it's very hard to multiply the online interaction that has happened in the last few uh, months has opened this up completely to a very very large audience while we isolated in our homes and uh, moved everything online scientists suddenly found their work reaching people far and wide shomok gave us an example of a solar eclipse an event that is often used to drum up enthusiasm for science and for astronomy and the skies last year we went online and we showed the eclipse as it was visible right across the country and we had a 3 hour program in which we involved a lot of experts to talk about what the eclipse means sociologically in mythological terms in uh, in our daily lives and things like that and they came together we had this on youtube and 150000 people attended this program right so this is no way this reach could no way have happened and this uh, i think is uh, has become one of the very interesting things that that we are um looking forward to taking beyond the pandemic period this just means that we can scale things up in a huge way before march 2020 Numbers like what Shomok describes would have been unthinkable but science outreach has truly grown by leaps and bounds in recent months we hear more on this from Karishma Kaushik a scientist and science communicator from Pune who turned the pandemic into an opportune time to spur children's interest in science one day i was just thinking what you know there's this surge of webinars and what can we do to leverage this in keeping with mind our original plan of taking science to schools and then it occurred to me and i immediately texted snehal i said can we do a science outreach through webinars for children and we had so many questions at that time to be honest we will children show up will this webinar platform work for children will parents be okay with it will we get a steady stream of participants how engaging can it be how interactive can it be given that it's a virtual interface will they build a connection with us and so we just rolled out on march 31st 2020 it was just a few days after national lockdown had been announced in india we said befittingly let's keep our first webinar for young minds titled covid-19 for kids where kids can talk to us 
scientists about everything they want to know about COVID, why they're at home, why there's no school, why they need to wash their hands regularly, why they can't go down to play. And so we started with COVID and then we ran weekly with a new science topic every week from biofilms, antibiotic resistance, black holes, plant communication, malaria, tuberculosis. Uh, and through these weekly sessions, we, we christened our program, Talk to a Scientist, a one-of-a-kind science outreach, webinar-based platform for young minds in India, where they actually get to hear about science being done by real scientists in real laboratories across India. The goal is mainly to build pride in Indian science and to build role models in Indian science. And since then, we have ran seven seasons. We are on session 77 or something like that. Wow, now that's remarkable. With every session, Karishma is holding up Indian role models in science for the next generation. She told us that this work has also helped her appreciate the impact and contributions scientists can make beyond primary research. I've always wanted to contribute to science in India beyond research. And I think the defining moment for me during this pandemic was that in some strange way, one could call it a silver lining, but this pandemic this time gave me a chance to contribute to the ecosystem beyond research, through outreach, communication, through interactions with science technology innovation policy in 2020. Uh, because everything was virtual, there was no question of traveling for all these uh, commitments. What has happened is on the day-to-day -day basis, the meetings the, that, that are required for us to go uh, you know, to Delhi all the time, for example, to meet our government bodies, the meetings that we need uh, in, in small groups to decide on certain projects, a lot of that has gone online, and that's, that's very good. Now, it, it has also um, meant that... Um, we have now learned what can be done online and what can't. And that leaves a lot of time, just like Newton did under the apple tree, for us to do our, our science, I think. And, and, and I think that has really helped us. So true, isn't it? Just like Somok says, uh, without the daily commute that structured our daily lives before the pandemic, we've all uh, discovered more time to focus on doing the work that matters. As Hemlata Manupati from Indian Institute of Chemical Technology, Hyderabad, shares, her teams work around sleuthing into wastewater for the presence of the virus could help India predict the imminent third wave of COVID-19 and, of course, future outbreaks. So when it comes to SARS-CoV-2, what we found was if uh, like wastewater treatment monitoring systems, if they can adapt any strategy where we can test the samples for every twice a, twice a week or once a week, then we can early we can say that there, there are some microorganisms which are coming into the environment and that might affect or that might cause contagious disease. Even for the viruses also, we can state that based on this water wastewater-based epidemiological studies. So that we can set up, that is one thing. Himlata shared this uh, small incident from her visit to a sewage treatment plant last year that struck a chord. Even sewage treatment plants also we visited initially in July uh, 2020. Uh, so th that time, even the persons who are maintaining the uh, STPs, like uh, they, they don't have a, a complete educational background of the STP, even they used to ask very surprisingly what we'll be doing with this and does the COVID-19 uh, uh, tram in? Uh, 
is contagious in this treatment plant or it is affecting any persons like that they used to ask questions and they used to take the knowledge from us so we were happy uh, to share whatever we know because till now uh, there are no reports stating that uh, wastewater uh, from wastewater the infection is happening the i mean transmission is happening so with that knowledge we we used to tell him tell them that you also maintain uh, covid norms like wearing mask continuously and if you want to go to sampling your any cleaning of the tanks you have to wear this uh, glasses so we used to teach them that was a good experience what we had the number of things that scientists as human beings stood up and delivered when it mattered the most in one of the worst crises of humanity and that's very heartening to see the scientists around the world together rose up and realized that they can work together they can work with industry they can work with the society and come up with innovative solutions driven by science and technology that was shekhar mande director general of the council of scientific and industrial research headquartered in delhi on a more personal front uh, he felt that this pandemic time even as uh, it has tested us has also increased our empathy towards one another if that is indeed the case isn't that a positive outcome that only makes us more resolute in addressing problems of future with this empathy for other human beings to other animals to plants to our planet in general with this empathy if we can all now start addressing problems of the future and perhaps uh, start addressing the problems of today too for instance the glass ceiling that is faced by so many women in science and really in every other field maybe in this strange new normal it's time for that to shatter here's pramar mukherjee i'll go to many indian panels and tv shows where i'd be the only woman modeler and that has been i have to say that people pick on you on many different levels because these barriers in terms of how science is taken seriously uh still exists in our society you know i have been had a career as a statistician in united states for 20 years suddenly like you know because some of our predictions came true and we have been working on this sincerely there's a lot of media attention as an immigrant scientist or my professional circle of friends always resided in the united states for the first time i felt that since i i left the country as a 23 year old uh woman and now uh, after 25 years i reconnected with the indian scientific community with the people of india and that's that's very inspiring too another thing that uh, inspires scientists is that as we emerge scarred but wizened from the lessons we've learned during this time we will be more prepared for the next pandemic whenever that may be uh, we will get through this there's no doubt about that it's amazing how fast vaccines were produced and uh, um, even though we do not know the ramifications of many of them long term but uh, it has managed to be very very effective so yes i'm absolutely sure that we're going to come out very soon out to the other end but it does not mean that this will not happen again Uh, such things will happen again and it just makes us stronger uh, in terms of uh, knowing what to do the hope is essentially that uh, uh, more and more people start trusting science scientists are individuals who are working towards finding the uh, uh, answers to the problems of nature addressing very fundamental issues to try to learn the nature around us and scientists are also individuals who accept 
when they are not able to find answers that this answer is beyond our perception or our comprehension but that does not mean that the shortcoming of the science it only means that the level of knowledge that we have reached today can address only so much but if people start trusting us i believe we will have solutions address much more effectively shekhar mande makes an important point in a year that brought so many challenges science truly made some significant advances we've realized from the last one and a half years what science can do and also how we need to improve for the future that's good enough reason for all of us to trust the individuals behind the science no it's been heartwarming getting to know a little more about these scientists each of whom so generously shared their learnings with us thank you for listening to their personal stories over this special two part series i hope the silver linings shared beneath the proverbial apple tree have inspired you just as they have done for me we'll be back with more soon if you like this podcast please check our previous episodes in hindi and english on the nature india website please do share it with others in your network interested in the latest in india's science i'm shubhra priyadarshini and this is the nature india podcast thanks to the dbt welcome trust india alliance for their support in producing this episode 